This is Gensoki Radio Live number 101 tonight, or this morning, or wherever it is in your part of the world, because we have something of an international show. I mean, this station's always international, but uh, it's a little different, you know. You can tell when you look at the show announcement when we've got, like, the standard Eastern U.S. time, Pacific time, UTC, and then for some reason we also list this Japan time, like... Why would that be important? Does anyone listen to us from Japan? Yes, they do. But uh, it's going to be a fun show tonight because we have someone aside from, I guess, our, our usual host. You know, we've got the, the DMJ, the Nano, the Zara. But we've also got someone from uh, the Toho, uh, from the Discord community. Uh, goodness, how, how do I best explain this? We were trying to figure out how how to say this. Um, we have the community manager uh, for the Discord server for the Toho Lost Word server. I don't know if the, any of this is making sense. Um, we've got Phantasma with us. so he's... Thank you for bringing me on today, Lunar. <laughs> yeah, he is part of the team behind the in-development mobile game Toho Lost Word, and uh, we're happy to have him on. We're going to be talking about some game stuff, sort of our usual fare. The things that we normally talk about during this show, but of course we'll be diving in a bit into what exactly this this in-development game is, and we'll kind of be talking about the, the journey and some of the things here and there, so looking forward to it. Otherwise, DMJ, I know it's been about a, a little bit more than a month since the last time I talked to you, and uh, things are a little crazy right now because we've got like weather going on, we've got... Oh my gosh! Work, car, everything, Splatoon, it all happened at once. <laughs> it's all happening at the same time. You were time. supposed to lead into the tease of which game it was, not just kind of like spill it like... Yes, well... Like, well, let me, let me... I almost didn't make this show today because of all of the issues involving both weather and the pandemic simultaneously. So I'm just glad to be here. Ugh. I'm glad you're here too. You were working on like getting what was it? We so a big component to how we schedule these shows is that DMJ has got occasional weekends that he has to work, and they canceled last weekend and moved it to what would have been this weekend. So at that point, we were like, "Well, DMJ just might not be able to join for uh, join us for this show." And uh, then they canceled this one too because of like things are a little bit crazy right now. What's, cr what's crazy is normally we actually get our notice on Wednesday that, hey, we're not, we have issues, we can't run the weekend, we'll move. They, both these times canceled Friday mid-shift the day before we were supposed to start. So these, the part issues are like that knife's edge. And a lot of it, and it, like you think that it might be just like, oh, just car parts. No, like the TSMC issues when it comes to just not being able to get CPUs out is actually affecting the car industry very heavily right now. We can't build cars without CPUs because we can't put software in your car to read anything. And so my plant is like a what we call a tier one mm -hmm. since it's the highest earner. So pretty much... If you're not tier one, you're not getting a chip. It's coming to our plant to run. It's it's interesting you mentioned that because I, I don't... Okay, so folks who have followed us and listened to our program for, you know, 
in the past uh, kind of know this, but DMJ and I follow a YouTube channel, Linus Tech Tips, and if you watched his video today, he talked about the silicon shortage, and part of that he specifically mentioned affecting uh, car manufacturing. So I was like, well, DMJ just told me this like half a week ago, and now and now it's being talked about by tech channels. Like, it's it's a thing. It's yeah, like we, they, I got to read the letter that we sent to the new president, uh, like saying like, hey, you guys should open up silicon manufacturing. And then it was signed by the CFO and CEO of Ford. And I was like, oh, please, yes, more silicon in the U.S. We've got the inside scoop here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. We're we're hearing it from others, but that's kind of how the, how news works, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Uh, for those of you who are perhaps new to this program, because I know we've got plenty of folks who have uh, been invited from elsewhere, you know, like uh, beyond our our normal sort of reach. Um, and thanks in in part, of course, to uh, to Phantasma for sort of signal boosting this this show that you're going to be on but um for those of you who are new out there gensoki radio live is a two-hour show i will be talking about the music games other toho news during this program and um yeah other than that we just kind of hang out for a couple of hours we update our listeners on some of the new things that are happening with the radio station um and uh and of course during shows like these we'll talk about some uh, some things with our, our guests and get some interesting discussion going. So uh, we've also got some music that will be sort of in between what we're talking about. We feature, uh, let's see, this month it was mostly some of the high-rated music from our website. Uh, and by the way, if if you're out there, you know, listening, you can tune in via either our our website. We've got a mobile app. If you've got an Android device, uh, you can also find us on other apps like TuneIn and things, just some different ways to listen. Uh, and if you want to join us during the discussion or join your fellow listeners, you can find us on Discord. Uh, we're over there at discord.gg gr. It is a fantastically simple link to join us at because we are a partnered server and it's one of the perks. So, so go join us over there. And then after that, we've got couple songs that we'll kind of break into here so we've got something from we'll start up with uh one of my favorite songs actually way of life it's from the album promise dance floor after that is something from the album angel gate i think it's esquaria and we'll be back in just a little bit here in security live number 101 
It's Gonzoki Radio Live number 101 this evening. It is an interesting number because we have kind of gone full circle. Like, if you were listening last show where we had live number 100, obviously it was a you know big milestone show for us. We did this sort of series of clips from all the previous 99 episodes. And in the first couple of episodes, we didn't say a number. All the other episodes we were like, it's Gensoki Radio Live number three, four, five, etc. It just went on and on. But the first two didn't have a number because when it was that early, we just, it, it, there wasn't really an episode number. It was just like, we're doing a new thing and we'll see how it goes. And then, of course, now a hundred and some, you know, 101 shows later, here we are. So, uh, so how, how do I, how do I say this? Like moving forward, this is something I have to figure out. Is it just live number 100 and one? Or just 101, episode 101. You could uh, you get you could just start the show with, "Hey Good. guys, it's your boy Lunar Spotlight back at it again with another show." <laughs> like each and do every we, single time. I mean, do it's we even your boy? Yeah. Do, do we even bother saying the number anymore? I do like that intro, and I want like you like lunar stuff. It's like, it's... hey guys, it's your boy Lunar Spotlight back at it again with another show. This one's gonna be Bala, and then he starts hitting air horns. If we if we ever if we ever get another Tunnel and Sun album again, I'll have him do that. Oh right, yeah. They, they somehow they sometimes use air horns. No, what was it? A couple episodes ago, we had a song where it was just like an air horn like every measure or something people really people really commented about about that that song that we played anyway so i know a bunch of you listening out there right now are are in it because we're going to talk about um mobile games and stuff but we have other games and stuff and news about games not even related to to you know to, to toho fan games or anything but um for some reason dmj has insisted that we talk about squid kid 3 so let's just, you know what, let's just get this out of the way, because I, I know it's going to turn into a whole thing. W- what do you got? Why? You. Okay, wait, actually, first of all, I have to preface this because not everyone knows about this. Um, what was it? Back, back when the first Splatoon came out, uh, DMJ was super into it. He was like, I'm going to get a Switch. Or uh, actually, this was before Switch. Holy cow. Um, I'm, I'm going to. you. <laughs> Yeah, it was Wii U. It was the entire reason I got a Wii U, actually. Um, so he was really excited about it, and then of course that got me excited about it, and so we were like, we're gonna get this game, and neither one of us have a console yet to play the game. <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then Switch came out afterwards, and so did Splatoon 2, and I don't have either of those things, and now Splatoon 3 is coming out, and DMJ is excited again. So d- does this mean that I'm gonna, like, DMJ, are you going to recommend that we kind of do the same thing we did five or six years ago when the first game came out? I mean, every time I will. <laughs> I mean, it's like, like I will recommend, I will recommend computers for people to play Star Citizen with me. And Star <laughs> play Halo Wait a minute, so switches to play someone, to play Splatoon. Someone commented earlier that you. How did you phrase it earlier? Like you, you did like your ultimate backflip or something? Or was like yeah, the ultimate backflip. Someone someone mentioned how DMJ last show was talking about I think Halo, and then this show at the beginning was talking about Splatoon, and then you're like, well, okay, 
Okay, yeah, but um, nobody's talked about within those two months. The month I was talking about Halo, and now this month I'm talking about Splatoon. I've been playing Star Citizen nonstop in between. Uh -huh. I've owned, I bought a Hotas system, a Toby Eye Tracker, and I oh, have gosh. face ring set up. Wait, wait, so wait, I'm face ring? Why? Yeah. Why do you need face ring? Because the game, because Star Citizen has the ability to mocap your face for the multiplayer. Oh my gosh. Well, and it's all it requires is a webcam, so it's just like I got two my years of development time <laughs> for for that particular hey, feature. Three more years, DM. Wait, wait. Does that does that game have a release date? Uh, Did it ever? That, that would bind them to something. It has a roadmap, and they also said in the roadmap no dates. So I'm <laughs> why? I'm pretty sure it's 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 not look it's not it's not coming out anytime soon. But I still believe. Uh, Hello, my name's DMJ, and I am a Grand Admiral in the Concierge Service. I am ashamed, but also proud. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, Only people who play Splatoon, uh, play uh, Star Citizen, know what that means, and they are looking at me with both disdain and want to know my fleet. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow you pulled Zara and Zara and I into all this. Yeah. What was it? It was just last month or something, right? Where we were like, okay, You well, can't pull me into the game if the game won't run. How many times did we have to restart the client? Woo! I don't know how, what's wrong with Zara. <laughs> Zara's is clearly hardware problems, but Meat Looters was the best because we were trying to go mining and I had my my Mercury Star Runner out and I was trying to make a turn to land the ship and he goes, hey, 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 DMJ, you're hitting a rock. You're hitting a rock. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. Your wing broke off. It's fine. Oh my gosh, and I had that recorded too. Like, there's just like this gradual breakdown of DMJ trying to find this resource on this planet, and DMJ's ship is just breaking into pieces in front of me. I'm like, DMJ, what are you doing? Like, and he's like, he's fine, don't worry about it. This is just how the game goes, okay? It just works. Like, how much is this going to cost you afterwards? Uh, oh, it was great. Anyway. Alright, so let's do a quick Spl Squid Kid 3 rundown. Oh, okay, um, for those who I for thought, those who yeah. haven't well we could do that at the end we could do it at the end because it's gonna take a while <laughs> okay sure all right well we'll mix things up i i'm actually surprised that you haven't completely gotten that out of your system but we'll go with it so uh yeah i was looking this at <laughs> i was looking at steam earlier today because you know like ever since the advent of fan games appearing on steam it's kind of a thing that we've just done you know like every month or every couple months or so We'll we'll take a look and see what's new out there. And you know, I was I was trying I was just looking through the list and trying to figure out how many games appear. If you search like if you just do a search for Toho, just the, the general term, and you sort by relevance, how many fan games or DLC for fan games or whatever appears before an actual official game appears? And I counted, it's like you have to go down like the list about 80 games before you get to the first official one which i oh, was yeah it's daunting i was impressed um but actually like when this when when fan games first started appearing on steam like after the first official one of course we were like wow uh people hopped on it right away and it just hasn't stopped every month there is something new it might just be like a little dlc thing or a soundtrack or whatever but there's always something new on steam every month that we we go to check well, back back then, it was also a lot of games that we already knew about that are finally like, okay, we don't need a physical release to get into the U.S. We'll just drop it on Steam. 
Yeah. I mean, it worked. It, it, I mean, there's a lot of games that we were seeing, like Skyrena. I remember that thing got released like nine or ten times on every platform. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and we, we talked a bit more in depth about that whole thing during our, our digital Toho show, where we were like, things are getting more digital or have been getting more digital over the last couple of years than they ever have before. Like, Steam is one of those things. And then we had a little bit after that, you know, the music appearing on iTunes and Google Play, RIP. But, yeah, <laughs> still, still, like, like the the digital presence of of the, the series in general is kind of mind-boggling when you think about it. Like, when you look at today compared to just, like, a couple of years ago, it's ridiculous. Well, the other thing that really blows my mind is the fact that noticed how we're, we have never brought up the fact that about English patches a lot we used that used to be like pre pre this era it was just like all right can we get an English patch where can we get an English patch can I get a, a, a translation for this game mm-hmm. they're already now starting to come translate yeah and, and or, like half decent too it's well, like what was oh, man. yeah there was like what was one of the one of the really recent games that came out like one of the official games that came out had a fan translation within like 24 hours or something it was like unreal whoa <laughs> you know it's because i you know just the tools for doing that kind of thing are getting better all the time and stuff i mean so anyway uh but we've got a list of games to go through on steam actually we haven't we didn't talk about any games last month because we spent all the time during the show talking about previous episodes and just sort of like you know getting all nostalgic about past shows and guests and even staff members that we used to have on but um so we completely skipped games last episode so so here we go i was actually expecting more to be out on steam but you know maybe this is just like a slow time of the year uh the only new fan game like actual game that came out um is uh oh only the best right so this it's called Remu's weird little adventure uh it's it's like an rpg maker style game you know top oh, down we're already off to flying start i know right like <laughs> this is only the best on steam in terms of, of fan games but uh so it's a dollar 99 which tells you you know a little bit more about it um their most recent announcement is like some ms paint gold it's some figure that vaguely looks like cherno uh, with like a, a frozen green blob that I'm assuming is supposed to be a frog. Anyway, um, the description for it is even better. It says, are you ready for the stupidest Toho fan game that you'll ever play on Steam? Oh dear. Raymu is bored, like, really bored. Sure, nothing happening is pretty relaxing, but you'd probably rot if you stay home forever, so here's some things you can do. And then... Game developers and then, making... Yeah, plastering a joke over your lazy game does not detract from laziness. <laughs> and and then of course, yeah, it's not just the announcement that's MS Paint Gold. You've also got like some of the fairies that are, you know, they're they are what they are. You know, it's it's a it's a fan game, so you can do what you will. But this one's got some some real uh, I don't know uniqueness to it. As unique as MS Paint is, like, you don't really see it that often in fan games, so there is that, I guess. And for some reason, there's a DLC for this game uh, that's just called Give Remu Glasses and Give Me Money. It's $29.99, which is, like, literally 15 times more than the game itself. So... 
If you fall for this, you have nothing but yourself to blame. Yeah. You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Nano, don't encourage people. Hold on, wait a minute. So, like, you're telling me, please tell me, go down to the bottom of the page and tell me the system requirements, and it doesn't say a toaster under minimum specs. I will be so sad. All right, hold on. Um, uh, minimum OS Windows Seven or above processor. Check if you can run Paint. Yes, okay, that's, so my, that's the best meme on, on a, Steam. Yeah, there's a little bit of comedy there. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, the, the DLC for it is just Windows 7. There's, yeah, it is what it is. But um, So yeah, usually it's a little, I don't know. Like Sometimes we get some some real gems, right? Like There's some really good uh, fan games that, that show up. Uh, and uh, we've got those to, to talk about. Well... Uh, so someone in our Discord chat, uh, again, discord.gg slash gr, if you're not already with us, has already pointed out the next thing on my list, which is uh, DLC for the game Toho Big Big Battle. The DLC is literally called Don't Buy This. It's $15.99. And uh, what, what, what do you get for this? Um, actually, not a whole lot. Like, it's it's like, I don't know just some things to make your gameplay experience uh, different, I guess. I don't know. I, I, it's it's a, like, to be clear, like, it's, it's, the game itself is free, but like, I don't know. Um, I too endeavor to one day create a game and publish DLC for it titled Don't Buy This, and the description will be, if you buy this, you are encouraging me to create more lazy spin-offs to suck you of your money. Don't buy this. Well, uh, there is that. But, it, you know, like, it is put next to a couple of other DLC things that are, like, actual, you know, legit. It's Toho Big Big Battle. The Justice is, a, is like, five bucks or something. And then there's also... Um, you, you ghost food hunting adventure. Yeah, like that. You know, that kind of seems like a like a side quest or something. You know, like it is what it is. Like, but anyway. And then the third thing here isn't really a game. It's really just a uh, sort of an add-on for some uh, some software on Steam that uh, lets you put like a little mascot character on your desktop. It's kind of cute. Um, it, so this one is for Natori, and for some reason she's on a motorbike or something. Which is like, why isn't that Byakuren? But okay, I'll go with it. That's yeah, that's basically that's all I got. Okay, DMJ, let's get it out of your system. Why do you want to be a squid quid for the third time? <laughs> okay, so if you guys have not not watched the uh, Nintendo Direct yesterday, or was it yesterday? No, it was a couple days. Yeah, ago. A couple days, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a couple big announcements. The two ones I can name off the top of my head, or three of them that were pretty big. Uh, I guess four. They were pretty big. Where Monster Hunter Rise got a, a release date. Um, they No More Heroes finally has a tentative date. Uh, there was a Mario golf game happening. And um, no news on Breath of the Wild 2, but they guess what? Skyward Sword HD for the Switch. Uh, but the last one, if you stayed all the way to the end, they announced Splatoon 3. And, oh boy. <laughs> so, um, it takes place directly after the last, kind of like after this last Splatfest, which, in Splatoon 2, which if you didn't participate, it was uh, Pearl in Chaos versus Marina in Order. 
Um, mm. Lunar, can I give you, can I hand over you that um, Splatoon album from Nana Iro and have you play it while DMJ is going through this exposition? Um, bit short notice, but maybe next time, because <laughs> I'm sure DMJ is going to talk about this more in the future. Like, let's be real. Oh yeah, hundred percent. What's what's more, what's more details come out? Um, but it takes place right after that. Marina lost. Uh, Marina and Order lost. So uh, the world is a desert now. <laughs> um, there's there is like a kind of like a a really nice new um, plaza looks really nice uh, but the two big things very prominent show when you start the game you get a customizable small fry pet if you have not played salmon run you do not know what a small fry is and I highly recommend you to go play um, salmon run on Splatoon 2 to learn what a small fry is and you'll realize that those little things that keep killing you are now going to be your pets. Um, and they're really cute. They love to bounce. Um, and bow bow and arrows, I guess, are now a weapon because you have now a giant bow weapon, which looks really cool. Uh, squids can kind of fly now on giant espresso machines. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Um, you can now... Uh, the, the big gameplay stuff, though, that I'm kind of like super hyped on is um octolings and squids are going to be in the game at launch not like in an expansion this time so you will get both uh if you're in with uh octolings or squids you get to choose how you spawn whereas before you just hit a button and you jump um now when you go to spawn you're hanging off the little flying espresso machine and you pick like in an in immediate like how you can see out onto the map like you could pick a spot that you can jump to so you spawn um and the new map looks really cool uh it kind of reminds me of almost like a modern warfare 2 map a little bit hmm. i yeah, love for us yeah so, it has. I i've never played splatoon i i didn't know it has a story i thought it was just yeah. multiplayer no no uh, so it has one of these it has one of these interesting stories where the multiplayer, like the people fighting each other, they can you can like pick stuff to fight for, like during events, you can pick specific sides to fight for, and it actually changes like how the story goes. It's actually pretty interesting because games, multiplayer games, used to do this, and I'm sad that they don't anymore. So here's how here's how I put it to a lot of people: in Splatoon One, in for the Wii, uh, for the Wii U. Uh, it was, I would consider that more like a, a Mario type of story where you're going through just stages. So you got one, 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 two, one, three. Splatoon 2 made that, blew that out of the water because the way that their story development and their game development works is there's a final splat fest, which is like the final like multiplayer battle of the year um, or new multiplayer battle of the year. And then whoever wins that goes off, the development kind of hinges on that. So oh, that, that's cool. That's order, pretty cool. Order, like if, if Chaos won, the game would be completely different. So in Splatoon 1, Marina lost. Or no, uh, Callie lost her Splatfest. Everybody loved Marina. So uh, Callie lost on her side. And so in Splatoon 2, you had to go and get... Uh, you have to go get Callie uh, in Splatoon 2. It was It was so cool. It was... So cool. I I absolutely love the Splatoon series. Um and the fact that they're making a Splatoon 3. And the Octo Octo expansion was also like a big story drop. Like that was completely different type of like story. Uh, Cause it was still kind of like that like 
oh, you got to do this one, one, this one, two, one, three, world two, world three, whatever. But it was still like this really different like once you get to the end of that the game just became something completely different with this huge like crescendo with you skating on things and having to fight like massive bosses oh it was so good like i recommend splatoon like if you are a single player guy and looking for a good single player experience go play splatoon for the single player and i can guarantee you by the end you will want to jump into that multiplayer Oh dear. Okay, okay. Oh, time to bring out the Switch. I haven't touched that in a year. <laughs> yeah, maybe time to to buy a Switch in my case. Yeah, I've I've only I've only been able to play some Switch games because my brother has one and I'm at home right now. But yeah, is what it is, and uh, it might be that time. It might be another Splatoon game that gets me to buy a Nintendo console. Well, we will see. And we'll also see how much encouraging DMJ does, I guess, in the future. I mean, the encouraging is pretty, pretty powerful right now. <laughs> it kind of is. Uh, all right. So I think you got it out of your system. That's cool. I think I think a lot of people are kind of with you. You know, a lot of people are interested in trying out that game. And uh, I mean, obviously, they're doing something right if it's the third iteration. So mm -hmm. people are into well, it. And, um and um, for the little context, uh, the people that work on Splatoon are the same people that work on Animal Crossing. So oh. I would assume the reason why Splatoon 3 took so long to happen is because they were working on the new New Horizons. So, yeah. That makes sense because uh, Animal Crossing has absolutely no combat in it whatsoever. So I guess the developers have to get it out of their system somehow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, right, with that said, uh, we're going to hop into a couple more songs here. So we've got something from the album Created World that is Hatsune Tsumiko's. Uh, and after that, uh, we'll play something from uh, Toho Lost Word itself. We've got the uh, the theme song for the game, or at least the just called the theme song, uh, called, to or, uh, called Lost Word Chronicle. And then after that, we'll, uh, we'll get into some discussion here. We'll talk about the game itself, see what's going on and uh, some other things as well. So we'll hop into the first song here back in just a little bit. Now you're listening to Gensoki Radio Live number 101.
Soki Radio Live number 101 this evening. We are here with Phantasma, one of the folks behind the in development game Toho Lost Word, and it is that time of night. It is actually not the halfway mark before anyone else, you know, gets on my case about it. Soon, though, we, we do this thing where, like, halfway in the show, we say, you know, hey, we have countries and listeners, people listening from these places and stuff, but. We're not there yet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And the secret sauce is that it's around that time that I retreat for pizza. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, so we've got Phantasma here. And there's a pretty neat game on the horizon here. This is for the global release of Toho Lost Word. Um, we already have a release in Japan, but the global version is uh, soon. So, let's... um. Let's get into this. You know, we've we've got a pretty decent um, collection of things that we were wondering about, and uh, who better to ask than someone from the team itself? So, uh, for Toho Lost Word, I guess there's a couple different ways to ask this question. Uh, you know, we've got the global release, but then we've also got, you know, the the one the domestically in Japan. But um, regardless, how long have you been a part of this project? 
Uh, okay. Myself, um, actually part of, like, the global end of things. Actually, the global end didn't get started until late last year, so we're looking at about early September for myself. Okay. Cool. Um, with the, you know, we, we had the domestic release, and that was obviously sooner, but, uh, from the beginning, do you know if this has always like plans to have a global release or was it something that happened kind of after we we saw oh well you know this is doing well enough in japan obviously let's try to to go further uh, okay so that's actually an interesting question in a couple ways so first um Yes, from the early development stages, there was the idea like, hey, we want to take this globally because, well, just like there's so many Toho fans across the globe, not just Japan. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we wanted to take to everyone. But other thing is um, um, the team itself has a bit of a goal, which is like every game we produce is take it global. That's a bit of like a philosophy we have. Interesting. That's That's pretty cool, actually. Um, what is, I, you know, this kind of goes off track a little bit, but you, you mentioned other, other games and things like what other things have, has your team or the, the folks that you work with, um, uh, made? Uh, so the main other game we have is like an original IP. It's called Grand Summoners. It does like a lot of anime collaborations. It's like in terms of a mobile game, it's like a hardcore RPG for mobile because it's pretty heavy on the grinding and like actual like raid bosses and strategy. Okay. Then we have another game coming up next month, which is called Iris Notoria, and that's um pretty cool game. It's also a RPG. Um has a lot of like musicians participating in it and artists and yeah. That's pretty neat. Um coming back to, to Lost Word. What what do you think is the most exciting part of bringing this to a, a global audience rather than just being uh, something that's centered in Japan? Okay, yeah, probably like bringing to a global audience. This is also exciting and challenging. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> in um, Japan, right, we're like taking the game to just one country, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody's Japanese for the most part. Everybody speaks Japanese, um, shared culture, right? But um, then when you go global, you get so many different kinds of people. Like you're getting people from Canada, America. You're getting people Vietnam, Germany. And like everybody has a little bit different culture. And I think everybody likes Toho in different ways. So it's interesting and challenging at the same time to do this. Yeah, for sure. Um, so do you think that's like one of the biggest challenges is going going global or have there been other things that maybe have been uh, also challenging uh for myself personally on my end probably global taking a global is quite tough because you gotta see like how how can you share this with all these people in these different countries right mm -hmm. like if you're only releasing it in the united states well that's not too bad because you're like okay we just have to take the game to people in america and share it to them but here we have to share it to like everyone <laughs> so right, yeah. it's quite challenging to figure out how to share it with everyone mm -hmm. yeah all right hey nano i'm gonna toss some of these over to you um we got some of some questions actually related to like the game itself so like you know the, looking at it from a project perspective is one thing but then of course people are gonna end up playing the game so maybe nano can speak a little bit more into this uh if you've got that open uh, go ahead yeah i do all right 
So, um, just uh, I'm not super familiar with the game. I've seen some uh, some clips on YouTube. I've done some sort of basic digging, just kind of get a decent feel for it. But uh, for our audience here, who probably isn't fully aware of just what they might be getting into, like say if they were to download and play this game, it comes on launch. Uh, just kind of a give an explanation of uh, what the game's like. Like, uh, what would you? What's the gameplay style in comparison to some of the other stuff you've uh, worked on? Okay. Um, for Toho Lost Word, I would say, well, not I would say, but it's basically a traditional JRPG in the sense that it's turn-based. Um, one unique point about it is in the development stages, one of the goals was try to recreate the actual bullet hell um, imagery of the original Zoom games. Like, Oh, sorry. To bring the original bullet hell style um, action sequences into a traditional RPG format. So when you use the character's spell cards, they've tried to recreate that into mobile form. Got it. Okay. So uh, a traditional turn-based game. Uh, all right. Uh, I Some other questions that we have here just to sort of get the feet wet for uh, what this is all about. Um, let's go to, uh, like say, uh, story. Uh, will we be expecting like recreations of the original stories or are we expecting new original content, a combination of both? Anything you can reveal for that? So I would say be looking at original content, but with heavy references to, um, heavy references to the older stuff that has come out and heavy references to other uh, fan creations. Okay, okay, that's cool. And also some random references to anime and stuff in general, actually. <laughs> I think there's like a few Gundam references and different things like that scattered throughout the game. Oh, and Nano's gonna love that. Oh, I love all the pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, alright, so in terms of gameplay, um, I know a couple other mobile games do this where they try to sort of foster like interplayer interaction by like having you bring like a friend's character with you and uh, stuff like that. The Does Lost Word feature any sort of player interaction or is this going to be mostly like a solo experience? Currently, mostly a solo experience. And the reason behind that is they're trying to protect the actual like world of like Gensokyo and Toho in general. And they thought like having a friend come in there doesn't really work for the series all right, all right that's fair makes sense but in the future you never know so but currently at the moment there's nothing in the game okay all right then in terms of uh like say content release schedule uh is this something that's like i imagine frequent updates etc um regular events possibly uh would we be expecting like an, a continue ongoing story so like every month or a few months or quarter or, or have you uh just expansion on what's going on is there like a, an overarching uh narrative that we can expect to follow or how should we see that go yeah there's actually like a couple points so one is um like the main story of Toho Lost Word itself. So it has like a prologue, it has chapter one, chapter two, and then like eventually it'll have like chapter three we're getting into as well. So the main story itself will continue to be expanded on, but at the same time, like we'll also be doing in-game events, which will expand on mm, characters 
themselves. So like we'll have an event about Yomu, we'll have an event about Daimedia, and so on and so forth. Got it, like side stories. That makes sense. That's cool. Uh, and this one you might not have an answer to. Um, just kind of a play on that is, uh, would you know how uh, quickly the translation from, say, what's going on on the JP side to the English side might be? Or uh, the global side, rather. Uh, so this is actually something really interesting that I always want to talk about with everyone. Um, so actually, translation at the end of the day is not the part that takes the m- most time. So um, on that end, um, translation, no issue. At the end of the day, it comes down to like um, actually implementing everything. And in that sense, it does take time. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's lots of behind-the-scenes work that goes to... Uh... To localization and whatnot so yeah yeah like um, a lot of the data creation and like image editing etc etc yeah mm. asset mm. editing yep with that in mind is there going are there any plans to at least try to get the um try to get the jp server and a global server like pretty close together content wise um currently we're looking at yeah it would be nice to bridge the gap definitely Unlike some other games where they have like a two-year gap, etc., etc., we would like to bridge the gap. Yes, that's really cool. Um, moving on to some other questions, um, just kind of moving away from the content side. Uh, how does the uh, what's the monetization method like? Like, if I really enjoyed the game and I want to support the project, right? How would uh, like how would I pay into that, or how what benefits can I look for when doing that? What's that system look like? So the game itself is fully free to play, but there are like multiple items in the game that you can purchase. Um, The core game itself is free to play, but uh, you can buy things like um, skins for the characters, costumes. But again, you can also save up the currency and buy this for free as well. So inside the game, there's nothing you have to buy per se. But if you would like to get something quicker, then yeah, that, that's definitely a way you can support the game. Okay. Perfect. That sounds yeah. uh, sounds good to hear. All right, let's move on to the pre-registration benefits because currently the game is undergoing or is in pre-registration phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a tick up for more people that register or pre-register rather. Um, there's some benefits that will be given to all players. Um, but there's a lot of terminology that, as someone who isn't familiar with uh, what they sort of mean... Um, yeah, for, for, for any of our listeners out there, I'll just chime in here. Like, You can pre-register by going to global.toholostword.com, but on this page, which is what Nano's talking about, there are, are references to you know, like these different sort of pre-reg levels, right? If we get to this number of users, we get these things. And uh, But, we, you know, like if... It's a new game, so like obviously anyone who's going to be going to this page may not really be that familiar with what this means. Um, so I'll, I'll throw it back to Nano. Yeah, okay, cool. I have the uh, page up. Sorry, I just had to refresh it. Um, but yeah, so currently we are, I think, just below or in between 120,000 uh, pre-reg users and 150,000 right now from what I see. Um, the next uh, reward stage is a story card key visualization version. Um, okay. Any uh, light you can kind of shed on uh, what these rewards are, just to help push okay. people to pre-reg? Yeah, sure. 
So actually, um, one of the interesting, well, the most interesting uh, pre-registration reward, we have already reached it, which was um, a pre-registration reward, which gives everybody um, one copy of Demu and one copy of Marisa. So everybody will be starting the game with the t those two characters, which is really great because especially uh, Demu is very strong. So <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. But in terms of the other awards, um, so we have something called seal crystals, right? So seal crystals, something you can get from pre-registering and seal crystals let you summon in-game for new characters like Demu or somebody else. Um, then to go along with the seal crystals, there's also coins and the coins and the seal crystals are used together to make a summoning. Then we have the story cards so the story cards are a little interesting you can think of them as like equipment for the character or like an accessory so you put the story card on the character and it'll boost their stats in some sense whether attack power defense power or give them some unique trait but yeah that's the pre-registration cool. neat I think that covers most of the sort of content questions I have for the game. I think the rest can be better left as a surprise when it gets released. Um, I guess, uh, Lunar, do you have any, anything else you want to start chiming in on? Um, I'd probably want to chime in on who our countries and listeners are because people will start getting on my case if I don't, uh, you know, say that soon. Mom, you gotta say my name on the radio! <laughs> every time! This happens every time where if I don't do it, like, right on the hour, People will let me know. They'll be like, hey, Luna. It's, it's, hey, it becomes a riot situation. Hey, hey, Luna. Oh, that's interesting. Why haven't you said the, the thing yet? All right. Cool. Uh, right now, we've got a good collection of listeners. We've got about 123. Hey, DMJ, remember that episode where we were trying to hit 120 people listening? And you were going to cut your mm -hmm. hair if you did that? I mean, obviously, it doesn't apply now. But like, hey, yeah. we're above <laughs> that number right now. Just, just putting that out there. Right now, we've got people listening from Argentina, Australia, Austria, Brazil, Canada, Chile, Colombia, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Honduras, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Italy, Japan, South Korea, Malaysia, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Peru, Poland, Russia, South Africa, Spain, Sweden, the UK, and of course, right here in the US. And when it comes to listeners, um, look, for anyone who is wondering, these names are people who have signed up on our website and have connected at least once from wherever they're listening from right now. You don't have to be actively signed in. It's just a one and done thing. And if you haven't done it already, well, you've pretty much already missed your chance. But hey, for next time, right? You're, you're going to be listening next month, right? Where we've got our 10 year anniversary show. That's a, you know, come back and maybe you'll hear your name then. But right now we've got Arani. Um, oh my gosh, there's new people here. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Um, <laughs> Uh, Good luck. It's uh, Arani. Uh, you know what? If I can't say it, I'll just Here, come up with something. Give me, give me a list. I'll say it. No, I'll no, say no, it. no, 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 no. Uh, Arani, uh, Biscuit, Crimson, Comfy Comb, Comrade Crow, ETG, Flat Bartender, HTF, uh, Ivan C, Lava, Manuel, Meme Slayer, NZ Pie Face, hello, Rastaja, Sue Tempest, Shiny Raichu, Topaz, uh, V-O-R, it sounds like I'm saying letters, but I swear that's a name, it's not letters. Uh, Wanna Mingo, <laughs> Yume, Zass2, Can't Find Remote, Chris1, Crazy, Viet428, Kranto B, uh, Orange, 
xylophone. I'm good. I'm, that's not what it says, but that's close enough. Um, Phasmars, the Judini farmer, Wu Man, Yep Tom, and Lumi. Look, you, you know what? You guys are making this more difficult for me every time we do this. <laughs> this reminds me. This reminds me of every time Linus has to buy something off Wish as a computer part, and he tries to read it. He has. He just he can't. I'm just <laughs> seeing just Discord. Several people are typing. <laughs> Several people are typing. We had that one show we were like, hey, you know, people are going to snap up all of the really simple names like Bob, Carl, George. No, no one's doing that. This is... Okay. That's... I actually am going to challenge all new listeners, and I want this to play on repeat on the station so they know. Oh, no, no. Anybody who signs up, make it as difficult as possible because watching the stress... It's, it's going to be like it's going to be like what Elon Musk named their kid. No. <laughs> give, me the most, give me the most creative names you've got. I'm, I'm looking for I want them now. I want that name. <laughs> I will legally change my name to that. Please don't. I mean, you're still, you're always going to be DMJ in my heart. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll, uh, we've got a few more things around the corner that we're going to be talking to Phantasma about. But uh, right now we're going to break into another Lost Words song. This one came out fairly recently. It's uh, called Sporadically Margaret. Um, there's also a really cool animation. It, this is available on YouTube, um, so it's it's got a cool video that goes along with it. So I encourage you to to go check it out over there. And after that, something from Tom Owensen. We'll be right back here and get so Security Live number 101.
Tokyo Radio Live number 101 this evening. We're here with Phantasma from the in-development mobile game Toho Lost Word. And my audio levels are out of whack. I'm getting that fixed. There we go. So, uh, we left off talking about some of the game questions. We talked about some of the project questions, you know, from different perspectives. But of course, one of the big reasons why we have him on our program, on our radio station, is because there is music in not just in the game but like music around the game 
it's kind of cool. So they, they're doing some pretty neat things with music and they've got a whole like project going on there. So um, I just want to point out that one of the like the first song that we played in that break, uh, the one called Sporadically Margaret, uh, that one is, like I mentioned before, uh, part of a music video. And it's not alone. There are other things out there. Um, so that's a whole project. So what I've got to ask you is how did that idea come about? How, how did it get started, this idea of doing like regular music videos? Okay, okay. I think that's a pretty cool question and um, simple answer, actually. So the first song you played today, the uh, theme song, mm -hmm. Lost Word Chronicle. So that's actually basically the source of everything. So we had that theme song made, right? And we weren't expecting it to have such an effect. So Lost Word Chronicle now has hit about 5 million well, it has hit 5 million views in Japan alone. Wow. And from Lost Word Chronicle, we saw that people really enjoyed like the music video plus music from uh, Toho, plus like it being arranged and everything. And uh, we saw that and we had the idea, hey, why don't we do a music video project? And that's where we are now. That's really neat. Uh, we've got it on YouTube, so it's it's public info, but uh, Sporadically Margaret, we had a couple of folks involved with that. Uh, Konoko, along with uh, Shinra Bancho, um, both were involved, it seems, with that particular one, and that's kind of, I, I think, going to be a recurring thing, maybe not with them, but like just in general, like the, this idea of artists um, doing like music and music video-related things. So, like... Um, yeah, no, the main idea, right, is um, to bring together, like, the Toho circles and typically a vocalist mm -hmm. who doesn't have experience with Toho. Like, bring those two together to create a song. Oh, that's that's pretty interesting. So, Ooh. like, familiar names that, like, fans of the, of, like, the fan works and the series and the music will recognize, but then also people who maybe aren't part of that and who are outside of that, kind of, like... Almost like a like a crossover. It really is sort of a collaboration. Exactly, at that point. it's a collaboration. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's a, that's. Mm. And you've got people's so, attention, like like DMJ over here. He's interested. So my like brain, a lot of the vocalists. Brain, oh, go ahead. Sorry. My brain's been playing with this idea. It's like you would be amazing. Like my ultimate dream, <laughs> dream thing. Uh, was, DMJ's <laughs> brain is melting. Don't worry, it's normal. It's normal. It'd be like bring back the original band members from uh, Foreground Eclipse, but then also get the vocalist from like. Crystal Lake involved. Be like, yeah, uh, let's do it. The best you're gonna get is uh, Madame Pop. Yeah, I know. But man, Still can though. I dream to get get one of my favorite Japanese metal metalcore gent projects involved? If, if you haven't picked up on it, Phantasma DMJ is kind of a metalhead a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so. I forget. Um, DMJ, I forget who the um. The Kachikachiyama, I forget who the instrumentalists are. You could just bring that whole circle along because Man yeah. is attached to them. Yep. But yeah, no, like, mm, there's so many possibilities. That's all I'll say. Like, it's just endless, the possibilities for collaborations on this. Uh, we, we already mentioned Shinra Bansho, but uh, insofar as what you're allowed to talk about, um, what are some of the other artists or groups that you've been able to work with so far? Um, so I should mention this um, because it's very important. So actually from Buta Otome, we have um, Comp. So Comp from Buta Otome has been 
an unbelievable help uh, to the project in general. He does the music production for the game, along with all of the planning and production for the uh, music videos that are outside of the game. So that's one person that just unbelievable help, and they're always working hard. That's a that seems like a lot of work. Oh yeah, he he's a he's a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that's impressive. He, he also joins our live streams in Japan when we talk about the game and music and stuff. He's part of them. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, um also uh, for the first music video, which was um with Ray Media, we had Yuhei Satellite plus a vocalist called um Shimamiya Eiko. And um she does some anime music. Okay. So again, another one of those like crossover type things. Yes, That's pretty neat. Um, stepping away from music a little bit, uh, obviously we've like music's a huge part of it, but we can't forget the importance of artwork. Like there's a lot of uh, fan art out there, and I think um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're kind of trying to incorporate a little bit of that into it as well. Yeah, so actually, the game itself, I checked earlier just to double check. We probably have over a hundred different artists working on the game itself. Oh, wow. And a lot of these people have experience with Toho. Some do not as well. And um, yeah, it's just a huge collaboration in that sense. And that's that's really cool that you're able to bring together all these people. Because, um, like, you know, regardless of what it is, like, there have been projects throughout you know time or history or whatever you want to call it even like not just necessarily like not necessarily for a, a video game or a, a fan game but like art collaborations as well you know like dmj you can think back to 2013 when we had the scroll project we had a whole bunch of oh, artists yeah. contribute to this this like singular artwork piece it was really cool uh and then we also had um like if you look at nitor rank they uh it's basically a series of mini games it's kind of like the, the whole premise is um what is it described like warioware or something kind of similar yeah. to that type of game where you've got like uh these back to back to back mini games um but for each of those mini games they bring in different developers different artists nano's one of them actually and they collaborate and they they kind of like put their their singular piece or their mini game together and then they give it to the the main folks to integrate into the rest of the game it's like so anytime we see a project that's that's doing something like that that's getting a bunch of people together to to make something like it's you know greater than the sum of its parts right like mini games are cool but obviously with with something like me rank my example here is like it just it's really neat i i don't know i why else would i be into this if i weren't like super into just the, the talent and the collaborative nature of the whole thing you know what i mean so cool uh well i think that pretty much hammers on uh some of the the main points that we want to get across but we we can't forget some of the ways that maybe our listeners can you know keep up to date or or, or follow you or maybe, maybe even pre-register if they're interested um so so where can people keep up to date uh with what toho lost word has got going on um, so we have three different, op actually four <laughs> options. Um, so we have uh, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and the official website. I personally recommend Discord 
because myself, I'm over there every day and I'm giving news as fast as possible. So Discord, I think, is a great way to keep in touch with what's going on with the game. But if you're not so into Discord, um, Twitter or Facebook, great options because they have the daily news going there. And um, the website, website mostly has big announcements and um, it has like a little bit of information on artists like illustrators and musicians so yeah and if you would like to check those out i recommend searching on google uh, toho lost word global and if you go to the main website it'll have links to all everything on there all right it's your one-stop shop um i feel like nano probably uh put this one in but and you know twitter social media has like different tags or hashtags that you can you can put out you know like it's another way for people to find discussion about a thing so do do you are you currently using any any uh tags to kind of do that kind of thing yeah the tag we're using is um hashtag toho lw okay but um on twitter's it does bring up some japanese content as well sure all right well that makes sense cool and then finally um kind of i'm sure the question that we haven't asked yet but what's been on a lot of people's minds is um you know this thing's already out in japan but it's in development now for for global um do you have an estimate or even a release date for when this will be available so actual release date we don't have that yet but it will be coming in spring spring all right so spring 2021 this year yes <laughs> uh and and for what platforms like where can people find it uh so for this um android and uh ios both are okay all right cool excellent well that pretty much sums it up uh that is all the things that we could think about to ask phantasma for this one so um yeah, yeah. some some really cool information here um i again i love the the collaboration that this has going on so. Yeah, I hope everybody checks out the music videos and stuff because, like, I, I I personally really like them. I think they're great. Yeah, yeah, same same deal here. Like, <laughs> you know, obviously, if it if it has anything to do with music, we're we're pretty into it. So, cool. Well, well, thanks for all of that. Um, now we're probably gonna, and you know what? I think we're gonna jump into a couple more songs here. Give ourselves some some breathing room. What do we got? We've got a couple things. One thing here from Felt on the album Star Piece. After that, something from, uh, ooh, let's go back in time a little bit. This is something from, uh, uh, it's a collaboration that Seismix did. We haven't played this one in a really long time. Uh, Satori Vivis. Uh, we'll do that. We'll come back here in just a little bit here in Gensoki Radio Live number 101. i 
Kunzoki Radio Live number 101 this evening. Is it 101, 101, 101? I, I'm still kind of torn as to how I should be well, saying this moving forward. 101 would be 100.1 <laughs> if I were to okay. write it as a deck. So get, get, okay. Yeah. So, um, Lunar. Yeah. So I'm on I, I'm on Reddit. I'm just browsing. I go to the most popular popular at the top headlines. Did you in the, normally on Reddit? If you haven't used it a lot on mobile, you get to see the top five headlines. Okay. And they're always accompanied with a picture. Mm-hmm. So the top headline, one of the top headlines was today, Nvidia. And guess who's the picture? It's Linus. Well, he yeah. put a video out today, and his video apparently is now top trending on Reddit and in on Reddit on both. PC Master Race, his on hardware, on PC gaming, and on NVIDIA's own subreddit. Oh boy. His video trashing the new uh the new thing about locking out uh crypto 3060s, mining. yeah. Oh man, dude. He did he stirred some stuff up, dude. This is insane to look at. Yeah, a little bit. Um, if you, I, I I know we're talking about this again, but if you uh, watched the WAN show yesterday evening, uh, he literally had to go on mute while Luke talked about something related to it because he was like, no, I've already ranted about this. I can't say anything more. I just watch the video that's coming out tomorrow and, and tomorrow's today. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, today is tomorrow. Tomorrow today. I'm I'm sure if if he were allowed the screen time, he would talk about it even more than he already mm-hmm. has. Yeah, but still, like seeing, I have never seen Linus's face on the top trending of Reddit for this long, and I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, you do the Reddit thing more than I think any of the rest of us, but I could be wrong. That's practically all I use. Yeah. Reddit enough to get, what was it, um, gold? Is that what it's called? Oh, wow. Oh, uh, uh, no, I got 2,100 so, karma. Oh, karma. No, didn't someone give you some, I don't know Reddit how. Reddit gold, yeah. Yeah. They gave me Reddit gold. It was, but, uh, it, it was related to a, well, I mean, this is kind of relevant, but like, um, in, in normal times, DMJ and I, and also Zara, end up going to a convention in, uh, in New England, the north eastern part of the u.s and oh. <laughs> i know what you're you talking and well this is the source of the of the reddit thing right so like we we help set up or we participate as part of a, a group of people that sets up a bunch of uh computer machines in their arcade in this convention's arcade it's anime boston's in a convention in in boston and uh so it's interesting i think uh what some of the machines are but most of the computer machines are like sort of uh repurposed they're like older machines that have been spruced up and and you know they have newer hardware where it's needed and stuff but uh this one machine in particular uh i think it was like the the case or something where it didn't have the traditional mounting bracket for the video card that it had so what they ended up doing was taking a riser cable and just laying the video card like down on an anti-static bag on the table and <laughs> dmj ends up posting this on reddit in what was it like tech support tech support, tech support gore yeah yeah uh where it proceeds to just kind of go stratospheric at least in terms of what he's familiar with and uh i'm pretty time, sure yeah. someone gave you gold at the time 
yeah somebody gave me gold and i thought that was insane because i was just like holy crap this this whole janky setup yeah and i i i know this is a radio program but like visualize for a moment okay a video card is basically this this big like heat sink thing it's a rectangle it's a box basically brick it's a brick rectangle. it normally plugs into the computer like the tower you can picture it right but no this tower had one side of the case like removed so that this ribbon cable this big old ribbon cable could plug in and connect the two things because yeah and 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 of course add to that how does how does he how does PTR end up doing what he does with the cases? He he must like take a Dremel to to no, just I, get stuff he, to fit. He did tell me he uses a Dremel, but he uses a um, cutting tip on it, and he just pretty much cuts the, the, the cuts the cases apart to get things to fit. Anyway, and for those tech savvy, he's literally taking those, or even people who've been to school or colleges will know this. They're using the, the a lot of these machines are like. Dell Optiplexes, those big square boxes mm -hmm. that they just mount the monitors on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they're using, and they're trying to put a full, fat graphics card in this thing. And I was sitting here like, are you kidding me? And then you're gonna have people walk up to this machine and use it all day, random people. How yeah. are we gonna keep them from not touching because, the hot graphics card? Yeah, because like, okay, so if you were to do this at home, like in, in an office or whatever, that's one thing. But imagine we've got like 16 computers set up side by side on this long table, basically, uh, where people are actively playing arcade games, like, like the, the, the Toho games and some of the fan games and things, they're, they're being played in this arcade. Like it's the whole point's to show people the games that maybe wouldn't otherwise be able to play them. It's, it's a really cool thing. But then it, in the middle of all of that, you've got this one machine that's got like this thing kind of hanging out the side, this component oh. that's not supposed to be there. And we didn't even bring up the best part. There's a water cooler with open cups that pe that are like very nearby that people regularly bring Wait. these open cups of water to the game station and just set it there. And I'm just thinking to myself, if anybody knocks over one of these cups, that graphics card is done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Hmm. And it's not even it wasn't it was a pretty expensive one, too. It was like a newer one. It was like a 20, 2070 or something like that. Yeah, part of me, part of me really one like legitimately wonders why they need such such new shiny components to run these games. But I don't know. That's, oh, not, that's neither here nor the funniest there. Thing to me. Yeah, it's a it's a sight to behold. And apparently it got gold. So let's move on. We've got some station updates for you all. All right, we're in the last 15 minutes or so of the show, so this is kind of what we do. And over the last two to three weeks, um, our our enthusiasts, uh, part of the Discord, will will know this, but uh, we've been working a ton, like more in the last three weeks than I think we've worked in the last like two to three months, maybe, um, on just getting stuff done uh i mean i guess you could include like the shirts and stuff too that's that, there's a bunch of work there as well but like it just in terms of of maintenance or making some new things for the station we've got some cool things on the way um i did say i was going to mention this during the show um maybe it would have been nice to do it a little earlier but uh we have a 
player, a, a new player. Like right now, if you're listening to us on the radio station on our website, uh, you're probably at, what is it, gensokiradio.net slash music slash playing, I think is what it is. Um, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you get rid of the music part of that URL and you just do gensokiradio.net slash playing, you will find the new player that we will be using for the next iteration of Gensoki Radio's website, GR8. It is out there right now. Go hit it. I'm going to see the listener numbers do this weird like thing as people transition if they're going to try it out. But uh, but it's out there. And uh, it's it's going to like it's going to appear a little different because we're doing a live show and like live events are like the timing's going to be off. But for the rest of the station's operation, it's a 24-7 radio station, by the way. You can listen to us not just now but at any point in time um yeah the, it'll i you know g- give me feedback like i've already received some feedback from some from some folks that were able to to test it out and say like ah well you know so we're uh that's happening but what i've spent the i mean that's just one page right so what i've spent like the other two and a half weeks doing is putting together like the rest of the site for gr8 so we've got the music pages down, the album pages, like if you want to look up a circle, if you want to look at um, some of our past radio shows, which by the way, you can do at any point in time as well. It's available on our website. Uh, if you go there, we've got a shows tab that you can click on. Um, and so Radio Live is the show, of course, that you're listening to right now. And uh, anything from Live 100 all the way back to Live number 40 uh, is available on that page. So. So you can listen to those at any point in time. And that said, this show will be going up uh, in about a week from now, if you're listening live. If you're not, then hello, it's the future, and you know more than I do right now. Uh, This is weird. But anyhow, so that's out there. Uh, It's been a lot of work. Uh, It's been, it's it's a depart, like, I mean, it's, it's, what does that really mean? Like, it's a new theme, it's a new layout, it's a new look. and part of that is also cleaning up some of the things that people have noticed that maybe the station doesn't do quite so well. Uh, for example, when the station is just going normally, 24-7, we've got songs that'll play, and sometimes the system won't let you rate the song that is playing. Uh, normally you can rate songs and it lets us know if you like it or dislike it. At the end of the year we do a Top 100 video, which we did. Uh, last month. You can go check out the Top 100 Toho Songs of 2020. I'm doing all these plugs for all this different stuff right now. This is great. I'm just... Anyway. So that's out there. Machine gun firing I, plugs. I know. I just... It's not gonna stop. So... <laughs> so uh, gosh. Uh, where was I? So... It, yeah. So it, it's... There's a... Here's what's gonna happen. Alright? I'll, I'll break it down for you like this. Uh, soon. Like within the next week or two gr8 is gonna drop so there's gonna be new theming a new website a new look uh i think it looks really cool the feedback i've gotten so far from some folks um they like it and uh hopefully all of you do as well and then after that is doing that cleanup work getting it so that's you know uh it's i know exactly what the problem is when like you can't rate a song or when it doesn't show up as like when you do exclaim playing in discord um I know what the issues are that need to be fixed, and 
Um, the other part of the work I've done in the last two and a half weeks is working on this thing called Music Box, which is basically just a name for a new system that we have internally to catalog the, the music that uh, we have that is both available for the station as well as music which is just music that we know of that we may not have ourselves but that you know isn't available but we you know like uh like um what was it i'm still waiting for uh rashadi b to to have the physical version of bullet hell 2 available because i know he's got it digitally we have the first album physically i want the second one physically um i actually yeah. i actually talked to him um not that long ago about like hey you know what what do you know about this and um so i I don't know if what he told me is like known, so I'll kind of stop there. But yeah, he's he knows, he's aware, and I think he might be looking into it still. But I'm can't really. Yeah, it, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. So, um, right. What what did I miss through all of that? That was kind of a lot in one go. Uh, so we got yeah, we got music box gr8 um, launching soon. Uh, some cleanup work after that, uh, some stuff with the API afterwards. Like, it, there's, I, I know you guys are just listening to a radio station and like the 24 seven bit just kind of seems like it's this set and forget thing. But there's a lot of work that goes behind, uh, you know, on, on behind the scenes and, and stuff. A lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of coding, a lot of headaches. But um, someone's got to put this stuff together and get it all to you in a usable state you know i mean like if if you didn't know we have a mobile app like who put that together well we did <laughs> but it took months for us to get there uh we have like 11 or 12 translations or something we've gotten from from volunteer translators over time and like every every time we publish an update where there's like new words or new things to translate it's like this whole process so yeah but it's it's fun and if you want to you know, keep up to date with what we've got going on. You can stick around on Discord. If you're if you're new to the server, um, we've actually got a couple of channels that are, are brand new this week. Some people were asking us about them uh, yesterday before the show. Uh, yeah, yesterday and today, basically. Um, and to explain it in the most succinct way possible, uh, you can now self-assign a role. Uh, that allows you to be voluntarily pinged for news and updates and things. It's just a, a way to keep like people in the know. I, I know like on the website we've got this news section and don't really use it all that much anymore because we've got Discord and a lot of our interactions with our community is like a lot more direct. So, um, but so if you're interested in what we've got going on, uh, we have a knowledge role and you can assign it to yourself. Um, that is what the bot chat channel is for, mainly. Um, people have been using it to, like, do exclaim playing and see what the station's playing, so there's that. But, um, yeah. And then the updates for that, with that knowledge role, will show up in news and updates, and that's the other channel that's now. So. Um, I'm, yeah. I think we pretty much covered everything I had to say, and, uh, whenever I go on these, like, long descriptions of things that we've been working on, um... I, uh, I I get really uh, hoarse eventually, and like I usually defer to music. But you guys had some conversation happening before we cut into this break. Um, I, I don't know if you wanted to continue that or, or explain what that was about, but um, 
DMJ, uh-huh. what's up? What's up? <laughs> it's it's your boy Luna Spotlight here on <laughs> Mitsoki Radio Live 101. Please. Please. I really want that to be an intro at some point. I think it would be just the greatest thing. Like, nobody would expect it out of left field. Anybody who didn't listen to this show would just be like, what happened to Lunar? <laughs> like, it would be like that Mr. Krabs just meme where for an everything's spinning. For an entire show and just, like, don't acknowledge that it's different than normal. You have to start oh, with yeah. the ka-chow, too. The ka-chow. It's your boy, yeah. HP, back again with the fish, people. The, the what? <laughs> what kind it's of show is this? <laughs> I want there to just be soft trap music playing in the background. Like, there's just, like, you have, like... You just totally undo your setup so it sounds just a little bit worse than normal so that it can also pick up in the background. You have like, like, it sounds like you're in a restaurant somewhere. (laughs) Tempest is complaining. He does not want me to do this. But DMJ does want me to do this. I do. I want to do this (laughs) so bad because it would just be perfect. It would just be the best. Like, because look, April's coming up. April's hey, coming up. Hey, yeah, that's true. April, oh dear. But, I, dra- I I I love slash hate April April because we'll get like great things and then we'll get like absolutely something like companies that are completely tone deaf. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, I guess one other thing that I maybe should mention, if you're still here listening with us, or, you know, if you're on Discord, discord.gg slash gr, I'm unironically kind of pleading with you, hey, if you're part of the Discord, if you're new, uh, come back next week. That's what the knowledge roll is is for. It'll remind you to come back next week so that you learn more about what we've got going on, just kind of keep up to date. If you're not on twitter or facebook or any of that stuff you don't have to be uh if you have that role so i'm just putting it out there right it's it's a thing uh we're encouraging people to come back like you know if if, if you are new come back next week because uh discord changed the way that it it considers your eligibility for uh continuing to be a partner uh this was changed back like what, uh, October, November, kind of last year. And there's this condition now where if you get more than I think it's 20 members or 20 new people on your server in a given week, um, you then need to make sure that you're hitting this retention metric. Uh, and retention basically is if you're new, um, does does a new person to the server come back next week? And that needs to be above a certain percentage um, given the last eight weeks. And if it's not, um, for, a, a, for a particular week, you know, it's, it's a yes-no thing. Did you meet that requirement? Uh, if, if it was above that percentage, yes. If not, then no. If you get eight no's in a row, you lose partnership. And I, uh, I don't want to... I'm sad to say this, but we have four no's right now because we're just we've been under that percentage for four weeks in a row so if we can get more folks to join and to stick around that'd be awesome like because the consequences we lose partnership which i think impacts 
more people on the server than it does me personally because like we have all of this space for emotes that I guess we don't use. Hmm. I guess it doesn't impact. A lot of I see a lot of people use them. I mean, there, there, there are, but like we have we have a ton of space mm. for emotes for like the the regular ones and the animated ones, right? That that some some people are asking how to get the role. Is it an automatic thing? Yeah. So um, I should probably let's see. Um, if you go to the news and updates channel, I I wrote it in the in the channel description up there, but I'll also move it over to bot chat. Uh, it is m exclamation point get role space and then the name of the role which is knowledge so you can do that that that's what the bot chat room is for you can put all of that there so that it's out of the way and not bugging the other channels but yeah um and then like when when we do ping that role like we, we figured it was better to do that with a role than it was to do like an at here or at everyone because then people end up just muting the entire server or whatever and yeah um Okay, well, I'll see if that still works, but, uh, so instead, like, we have a role, so you can opt in or opt out if you don't want it or whatever. Like, it just seems like it's the, like, the more user-friendly option, I guess, but, yeah. It's um, yeah. better, it's better for the, for the user than it is for, uh, anything else, because, like, like Lunar said, at hearing or at every wanting, if you do that a lot, like, Guess what? Your server's getting muted. I do that all the time. I'm it's... gonna do it. I'm gonna at everyone. Yeah. Like, well, I, like the worst, the worst offenders are like streamers that like you join their Discord just so you can like check out their streams, and then it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna blast you on both Twitch uh, and on on Discord every honestly, time I go up. I feel terrible at the lost word server today. We add everyone twice today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> I mean, like, I get it with that, with that kind of thing. It's just like if there's another, if there's a way to get a push notification out, like, like as a streamer, like Twitch is enough. Maybe Twitter or something like that will work for people that don't have the app, but still, like, having that little bot is very nice to have, and I hope that's how people kind of go forward for really pinging a lot of people at once yeah. who want like something newslettery especially, especially like like so what happens with our server a lot of times is like you know we have these live shows and we do them monthly but a lot of you know if you're a content creator like a twitch streamer or a youtuber or something a lot of times you'll release content much more frequently than we do and in in terms of like user retention you know the reasons for people to come back to your server week after week uh when you publish less often like us it can be more difficult to to have that retention so um so the idea here is to like we're always doing something we're you know there's some development or we're we're, we're doing something right like um our enthusiasts in our our discord channel which that's related to something entirely different but like i'll keep them up to date uh pretty regularly and i'm just kind of extending this now to really anyone else who wants to be in the know that's that's the whole point it's the whole idea it's to make sure that we've got something to to to, to talk about really i mean I, I can't really put it any simpler than that so so that is that's what i got um we are pretty much at that time so 
it's it's been a show we were able to learn more about uh toho lost word thanks to phantasma uh you've been a you've been a great guest and um we're glad to have you on so thank you yeah no thank you for having me i hope to come back in the future if there's a chance yeah for sure all right guys uh dmj i hope that uh the weather isn't too rough where you are and that's uh work isn't too tumultuous with apparently needing silicon that you still can't get that's 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 such silicon man such an interesting thing um with the weather yeah must flow must flow that's gonna do it for this show guys so thanks to everyone out there who is listening again we are on discord at discord.gg gr you can listen to our radio station at any time it is a 24 7 radio station ginsokiradio.net we also have a mobile app on google play and if you have missed part of this show or if you want to listen to it again or if you want to listen to past shows you can um either again on our website or our mobile app it is available up there and uh yeah go do what you like either listen to the music where it's you know we're trying to keep that going it's been a little challenging because of you know the the way things have been over the last year or so but uh we try to keep that up to date and um we're always here so you would just want to hang out with the community chat with us whatever it is uh we're on discord thanks everyone uh for joining us this show I am Lunar for DMJ Nano Zara and our guest Phantasma. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>